Hello everyone, this is THE Trey Lamar and you are now listening to Wrestling Cheers. Taking your way in the world today Takes everything you got Taking a break from all your worries Sure would help a lot Wouldn't you like to get away Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came You want to go where you can see that troubles are all the same And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when I need a last-minute fill-in. This is Wrestling Cheers. We like to talk about things going on Northeast our independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is none of them, as we were bringing back one more time, or probably a couple more times down the road, but bringing it back again, the AIW fan discussion episode i am your host i am justin summers and wrestling cheers is brought to you by the trending topics network and midwest territory please rate review and subscribe you're ever listening to this fine podcast whether it be apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher tune in youtube spotify iHeartRadio, or podbean wrestling cheers.podbean.com find us on facebook twitter and instagram facebook.com slash wrestling cheers twitter.com slash wrestling cheers and instagram.com slash wrestling cheers email if you so choose a desire, wrestlingcheers at gmail.com. And we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Like I said, this is an AIW fan discussion episode. And this was put together at the last minute. A little, little peek behind the curtain. Not going to bury anybody. But I was supposed to have a guest on, a different guest. But uh, I kind of got no-showed. I th- I'm hoping, fingers crossed, it's just by accident and we'll have a... Nice makeup down the road. So I ran to Twitter, tried to get anybody I could on, tried to figure stuff out, and we managed to get this duo on. First up, we have Caden. I still exist. Yes, it's been a while for you. I can't remember when, but I know it's been a little while. January, I think. Maybe. Did you do the year year review? Maybe. No, no, I don't think you did. I can't. Everything's flirting together. It's been a weird fucking four months. <laughs> so... <laughs> We still got a long way to go this year. Uh, yeah, and, and the way all this is going, most of this year is going to be just interviews from me or just episodes like this. I got to be really, really creative going forward. <laughs> it's it's the one benefit I always said about having AIW, like that, like that be what we cover. We do previews and reviews. So, you know, for every show, we have two weeks covered. So if there's no shows, I'm fucked. I might be on here 25 more times. Who knows? And we also have on, it's been even longer, we have Rick. Hey, how are you? I am still alive as well. Yeah, I don't even remember the last time you were on. You were you were supposed to be on, uh, I want to say, the second fan episode we did, but you gave me a great heads up, like, hey, I might, have, I might get called in, it's up in the air, and then you're like, yep, just got the call. So that, yep, that's when that's, Pam stepped that's in. The way it is, that's the way it's been, unfortunately, for about the last six weeks. Um, yeah, it just kind of is what it is. The way of the world right now. Yeah. So here we are. Another AIW fan uh, episode. And it's funny, too, because I was starting to put together a list of these episodes that I want to do for next month. And I did have you two on. 
I wanted to do four episodes next month, and I remembered both of you haven't been on yet. So, boom, it, it worked out perfect somewhat. All right, so yeah, going back to discussing AIW, it's it's what we do best. And uh, Rick, let's start with you on the first question. What was your introduction to AIW? The um, I, I'm a little hazy because, of course, I'm an I'm an old man now. But um, I think I told the story on the um, on the AIW podcast. I don't remember how I was really exposed to it at first. I want to say it was like a Facebook ad or something that uh, that Thorne took out. But uh, the very first show I remember going to was that um, uh, the the Double Dare. You remember the tag tournament where uh, Eric Ryan and Lucky Thirteen? The second version of it. Yes, yes, the Double Dare tournament. Yes, I'm not quite as uh, I'm definitely quite older than Caden in years, but not in uh, not in AIW experience. He's got me. He's got me trumped probably three to one in that that category. So the first one I attended, um, hey, there might have been a show before that that I was there, but the really the first, you know, against the uh, AIW against the world, maybe was the first one. The one I remember the best though was that Double Dare tournament with the freaking headhunters and <laughs> you know my kid watching Lucky Thirteen uh, give himself you know a little bit of a, a little bit of color at the at the beginning of their match. That was my first introduction to it in person, and I mean it did what took. 10 minutes, I guess everybody's probably got about the same story, about 10 minutes and you're, ju- you're just hooked on it. You're so close and up and, you know, personal with everybody. It's, it's, I mean, it really, it's an experience you just have to have in person. I think that was also Pat's first show. Was the- yeah. Right around that time. Our, my timeline gets fuzzy with him and I think he's, he's, he's a little fuzzy, but maybe for other reasons than me. Uh, but I'm pretty sure the Against the World was the show that I and maybe it was Tommy Tommy End oh, from that show that that sticks out to me. Uh, it, I'm sure Caden will remember the whole card in about 30 seconds. Was that was that right before Double Dare, Caden? Uh, Double Dare was I want to say November. AIW Against the World was August. Yeah. It, okay. the world. I might be off with the month for Double Dare, though. After no, you're was, uh, you're right because uh, Double Dare. Uh, maybe this is something that Rick remembers. You did you go to both nights? Yes. Okay, so night one had a little match with the Carnies versus Tracy Smothers and Guido. And yes. If, if you remember correctly, and I do. Uh, of course you do. Uh, Tracy Smothers came out to the freaking theme song or fight song, whatever, of the Chicago Cubs, because that was right after. Same the week. Yeah, yep. right after yeah, came, the World Series. Came out, to, uh, came out to Steve Goodman's Go Cubs Go. He did indeed. And the World Series always, pretty much always, ends in November, beginning of November. So, yes, it definitely was November. And also, too. Thorne has said many times he doesn't like running October, and I get it. You have a lot of stuff going on, and why would you want to battle that stuff, especially when like a lot of people love, like, for example, like haunted houses and stuff. So people, that's where the money's going to be going. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because so, like you only have one month of haunted houses a year, you have eleven other <laughs> months of AIW a year, so it's kind of that's one month I know that he almost always tries to miss i there might be months or years that we've had some october shows but i think of the, i think they're rare that's one 
that always kind of gets skipped. Yeah, probably. That's that sounds like bar show territory. Yeah, I, I think that uh, that sounds right too. I think there's been one October show the entire time I'm going to AIW. That was a Menor show. I think could be off on that one though. Honestly, a lot of the Menor shows just kind of blend together for me. That's Zero, fair. Was Zero Cool? Zero Cool was an October show, wasn't it? God, why is that sticking out in my head? Hmm. See, that, was time. Hold that was a bar show, though. I mean, so we might be right. That was a bar show. That was the first Winchester show. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say that was October. Because wasn't that was... Late September, early October. Because it was a decent enough weather that I was able to interview Brian Carson before the show. Oh, yeah. Well, Zero Cool was October 14th. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, hold on. I don't know why I just thought of that. Researching. Oh, taking a look? Good. I'm glad I got you to do it. <laughs> there was a Menor show, you know, and come to think of it, I know darn well there was a Menor show right about the time that I started going. because I Season of the Witch was it. October yeah. 15th. Yeah, that was the Tequila was Jacks or whatever it was called. Tequila, Music, Links, Jacks, something. That's tequila. 18 tequila different Jacks. names for that building. Tequila, Jacks, Music. For Rent. I miss oh, it. Oh yeah, it's a lot. I, think, I don't know if ever anybody ever bought it. Last I checked, it was like a it was like an overstocked, weird mini mall kind of outlet store. It's still there. The guy was trying to sell the uh, liquor license. Uh, it was asking way too much money for it. All right, Caden, what was your introduction to AIW? This might be a complicated one to explain. This was a little bit after PWO had shut down, quote unquote. So I was just on YouTube trying to find wrestling stuff as i do all the time and stumbled across an episode of intense tv which in turn i immediately looked up aiw found out they were in cleveland almost went to the first rap show i think i missed out on it for some reason you were too young that's Uh, why yeah i probably shouldn't have been at a lot of those turner shows i was a small child a lot of people are saying you still are i care but yeah, it's not a very interesting one. I just found out about him through Intense TV, which please bring that back. If anyone that does the YouTube stuff for AIW listens to this, I miss Intense TV. It was fun. I don't think they need it anymore. It's a fun little additional thing to put on the YouTube channel. Get that revenue or not, because YouTube's actually kind of garbage. Yeah, I'm going to say that's why there's Patreon and instead of doing that, they can do podcasts. I'm just pitching ideas here. Businessman. Um, okay, so that was your introduction, and Rick already said his first show. What was your first show, though? You said it wasn't the rap show, um, almost. Uh, that your introduction was Intense TV, but that's not a show. What? Jail it 2012, night two. The first Jail Yes, it. the proper first Jail it tournament. Because there was the memorial show. Yes. Months before that. I guess if you were to put that in the same timeline, it would count. But um, yeah, night two was my first. I don't know why I wasn't at both. Probably money. It could have potentially been, but I'm trying to figure out if you really missed anything night one. Because I feel night one, you might get the most people there because you get so many. I mean, uh, like wrestlers wise, because you get all first round matches. But night two, you can. that's when you actually get the winner. Finals, bonus matches. Yeah. With people that were in the tournament, but got eliminated. Mm-hmm. And that's that's early Turner's Hall, so that's... That's maybe like two or three months into them being there. I want to say third show. Maybe fourth? You know, Gauntlet. Gauntlet was the first. Was it? Yes. 
The, All right, the, I might have that backwards then, because I know there was a GNO there, I like, th- very early on. I I think... I can't More remember. research time, hold on. GNO was either right before or right after um, JLIT, because the first show was Gauntlet for Gold. It was Gold. Gauntlet, Rap Show, GNO, okay. JLIT Night 1, JLIT Night 2. So, fourth show. I was thinking third. Um, Gauntlet that year was uh, uh, Cole Cabana... And everybody for Road Diaries, res- one. yeah, Wrestling Road Diaries too. Uh, rap show. I wasn't there, and I know this for some reason. Uh, rap show, first one straight out of Compton, and we all, some of us at least, thought because Cliff Compton was at Gauntlet that maybe because it's called Straight Out of Compton. Yeah, uh, no, no Cliff Compton. Uh, yeah. Okay, in the Gino, I want to say that Gino that might don't quote me that might have been. Ethan Page's debut. Yeah. Okay. It was. That actually that might be the last time there was the guys' night out before. Also after, correct. But say because after after that it was nothing but GNOs and the days two of uh, two tapings GNOs, which was fun. The mess at times, but fun. Yeah, a mess. But I think one of the I, that's w- not a dig at the shows, but just trying to run a double header when it's a blizzard outside and a lot of talent still traveling in goes. As well as you'd expect. Yeah, and that was a, a weird blizzard. I want to say that was... Was that in April? Because that snowed at a weird time. Well, not weird for Ohio. Mm, yeah, but... Um, yeah, that was right around the time of when I first started coming in. We, I think we've talked about this before. Like, we were really close in, uh, when we started AIW. Like, you, you started going to PWO before me. Like, I buy a couple shows, and then I was going to AIW. It was like, I beat you in terms of going to one company, mm-hmm. and vice versa for you, if that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. All right, Rick, what stuck out about that uh, that first show? Well, I would go to Double Dare. I, I know it's technically not our first show, but I remember very little from the first show that I went to, which is that um, Against the World. I remember Tommy End, and then Prohibition, and uh, Spider Nate Webb. I think was the main, if it wasn't the main event, it was the, the heavyweight title match. Uh, then I missed the, the show after that. There was a, the Johnny Gargano farewell was there. And for some reason, I don't remember. I, and probably at the time, I didn't even know who Johnny Gargano was. I know that may be sacrilegious, you know, to say, but kind of is what it is. But you move over to that double dare tournament. You, uh, I, I remember the massage envy and the, uh, the good old <laughs> twerk team. Uh, you know, from another lifetime, time, from another lifetime ago, <laughs> on all of them, the massage envy and Marty Bell, Ray Lynn, and that whole conglomerate of uh, you know he who shall not be named types. Uh, it was uh, uh, I remember Crime Time getting the Please Come Back chant, and then mistaking that for uh, that we wanted WWE. them to come back to the WWE, and then him giving a speech about how if the WWE would want them back that they would have to meet their price or something to that effect. Um, let's see. What else was it? Uh, of course, a, you know, that match that I don't remember it being as bad as, in person as now I've watched it. Uh, I don't Have you ever guys watched uh, Lucky 13's YouTube channel? Where Good he, time. He goes over bad matches and he went over that match about how terrible it is. When somebody's explaining it to you, you go, oh, man, this is this is really bad. This is pretty terrible. But at the time we were watching it and, you know, there's just blood everywhere Yeah, and, violence. and the uh, the plastic table getting 
getting smashed. You know, those guys were doing the best they could to uh, to get something out of uh, those two big uh, those two big stiffs. And then night two, them beating the crap out of uh, Carson and Dr. Dan the chairs for what, about two minutes? That's probably all it was. Give or take. Uh, what was um, the Carnies? They had another name back then, and I can't remember what it was. They Team IOU. Oh, was it IOU? Yep, Team yeah. IOU. Because I think I think my kids got Team IOU merchandise or something. They changed their name to the Carnies not that long afterwards. Oh, okay. Or I think yeah. they were somewhat in the transition of it. They just didn't make it official. But it was like, like I said, I know it was like shortly after. Yeah, and it was one of the well, not one of the last times, but uh, I have pictures of. My my son with the uh, AIW women's title, which has now gone AWOL. <laughs> Shayna Baszler, uh, I think that was a Britt Baker match, if I remember correctly. Longest she, reigning women's champion. Yes. I, it's, and I, it says vacant now. I think if you go on... Uh, yeah, rest in peace AIW, women's title. Yeah, it's it's gone. It's never coming back. Oh, it's not. It's never coming back. I've come to terms with that one. Uh, I remember that was back in the days when I thought Matt Riddle was entertaining. Uh, I know I'll catch some flack for that, but uh, and I don't even care what he said about the company. I was just never a big Matt Riddle, big Matt Riddle guy. And uh, then Crazy Payne, and who knows where Steve Payne is nowadays? Someplace, someplace among the stars. So, that's a kind of a recap, but I'm just pretty happy I was able to remember enough of it to uh, cobble together the the card. I really loved. Um... Double Dare. We we had it, you know, a couple years prior, and it was just a one day show. Still fun. Oh, still fun. Yeah, and that was uh, that was the night that the fuckets won. And I remember thinking that uh, they weren't going to win. I know a lot of people who were in their corner thinking, like, yeah, this is you know, this is going to be the team that's going to win. I'm like, nah, fucking, it's going to be the submission squad. And how wrong was I? <sighs> I love the submission squad. I well, besides missing wrestling. Uh, I miss uh, I miss the submission squad. Uh, they were so great around that time, you know, 2012, 2013. They're probably at their best around that time. I wouldn't revisit some of that stuff, and so great. Like I, f- I forget what show I started to like, kind of like rewatch, and it was like an early Turner's Hall show, mainly because you go back on IWTV and like check out some of those like promos and some of the people on the show. Like remember Veronica Ticklefeather and how. And how fun she was, and her cousin Sammy, I forget her last name. Also, rest in peace. Like, I forget what show I popped on. I think it was a GNO, because I've actually been going back and trying to remember, like, if I miss certain shows. And there's certain shows I'm watching, I'm like, oh shit, I'm not in the crowd. Yeah, you'd missed a couple there. Like, I know I missed uh, the original Wrestle Rager. I missed whatever. I think it was nine. Whatever Abso had, uh, Steen's last one. I know I'm, I know I missed that one. I think I missed the one that Brian Myers debuted at. I forget what that one's called. I have the, the flyer kind of like in my head, but I think I also missed, uh, double taping GNO because I didn't see me in the crowd. I'm like, oh, maybe I was late. Let me see if I can find. Is that, was that seven? What's, what the hell was it? I was watching one the other day that was, Hey, I'm, there's no crowd there, but I'm like, God, what the hell was that? Now, uh, now you got my old man senses tingling. I think seven was my first. Yeah, that might have been it. Might might have been it. I think I was watching that. Oh, that it was, was pink the last AW match. Seven seven was pink cage. That's what I asked Wadsworth about was the pink cage. So that might not have been the one we we're thinking of. Um, 
but I know I missed a double taping GNO because, like I said, I thought I would may- maybe I was in the crowd. So I was like, let me see if I can find the tweets because I've, I've done live tweets for a- uh, during AAW shows forever. None. Thirteen fourteen. GNO thirteen fourteen. Was that's it? That's the one when the weather was but. It was uh, in April of 2014 because I think I watched one of them. I know yeah. I was at that one because uh, like the one was the first pink cage main event of AK versus Yim, which that, yeah, that was that, that was seven. ridiculous that was seven. Okay, Athena, so- Athena Veda Scott and Athena uh, Sienna. That was thirteen and fourteen. Okay, so. I forget whatever the, the two that I missed, but I'm like, oh, shit, I miss more shows than I thought. Because your job around that time, I think, was just not fun schedule-wise. Job and relationship. The wrestle, the original Wrestle Rager was relationship. My ex would not let me come home for three days, and all three days, I'm at AIW. Yeah. Like, instead, we went to Chicago. My only two issues about that is... Number one, I went there and bought a Brandon Marshall jersey, and six months later, he was gone from the team, and fuck, less than two months later, her and I were, were broke up. Yeah, I blame Brandon Marshall. <laughs> the funny thing is, I was in between him and Alshon Jeffrey, and now it doesn't fucking matter. No, it wouldn't have mattered. I would have had the Alshon Jeffrey jersey a little bit longer while he was on the team, but he fucking went to uh, Philly, and Brandon Marshall went nuts. So, anyway... um. Caden, what stuck out about that first show for you? Hmm. Something about what these guys were doing. It was not like PWO. <laughs> it was, PWO was, no, was TV like wrestling. <laughs> yes. This was a lot more just action-packed, if I could use that really generic phrase. Which I, I know a lot of people kind of bagged on PWO during that time for being, you know, TV wrestling and all this kind of stuff. But I was... And I know I said it before, like, I felt like it was a good way to introduce independent wrestling to people. Yes. What, 100%. Whether it was check it out on your local television or go to YouTube and watch these videos. And Cleveland had a decent roster at the time. And especially with freaking um, Gargano at the helm, it's it was must-see That's TV. That's when he was becoming the star that he is now. Oh, God, yes. That was the start of it. Like I've, I've said before, my first independent wrestling match I ever saw on TV was Gargano, J-Pro, and Cross. I mean, how the... Oh boy, what a match. Yeah, how, and it was just... It wasn't even the whole fucking match. But it still... Which said something. Which, it got me hooked. Um, because I think I remembered J-Pro and Cross from Backyard Wrestling. And then which I had heard... Johnny right there. Yeah, and I had heard of Johnny Gargano. Vaguely, but I heard it. From the restaurant? No, because at, at that point, I was... that funny to you and only you right now. <laughs> I hardly uh, ever went to Cleveland, so I never even knew, like, there was a Gargano's restaurant or any of that. But, hey, it's... Little did you know you'd be seeing a wrestling show there. Which, um, let's, uh, we'll come back to that one, because it's, it's not the next question, but uh, we'll, we'll get back to it. What was your first impression of AIW, Caden? It's fun. I like it. <laughs> I want to go back here all the time. How, how did how did you feel about with that difference of you know PWO pro, actually kind of actually that's right around the time they became yeah that prime. was the tail end of PWO. No, that was but your first like, show they were, they were yeah they I think they were prime. I want to say the first show was like May because that's when Jay was in May. Mm-hmm. So that's a weird thing that I think the, the 
Prime's first show was made, but that's 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 ancient history right now. But um, how how did you deal with that? I mean, did you like, oh, it's two different things, or no? I, I loved it. It blew my mind to <laughs> say that because I wasn't used to stuff as ridiculous as these guys were doing. Like there was dives into the crowd. There was just better moves with a Z. <laughs> Not like this, a Z. Gotta be cool. Did you go to the Chikara show? That was at Turner's? I forget. I did. Okay. Because that was like two weeks before Hell on Earth. That Hell on Earth. Oh, shit. You know which one I'm referring to. Oh, yeah, there's only one that Hell on Earth. It happens every year. We'll be talking about anyone. Yeah, but we're talking Turner's Holiday. There's only one <laughs> that that fucking... <laughs> but, uh, I didn't realize it was two weeks before. It might have been a little bit before, but it was the same month. Wow, we must have been having good November weather because I remember waiting outside, and I yeah, it was nice that day. But I say like, I don't remember it being cold. No, I was wearing just a t-shirt and shorts. I think. Mm-hmm. Like it was extremely nice for that time of year. Little did I know it'd be a blizzard like two or three weeks later. Yeah, I, I would. I shouldn't remember the weather for that show. That's bad. Uh, I think it was worse a month later because that for was twelve twenty one. That show. Yeah, end of the world. Where they had to pretty much rebook the entire show the day of. The one that I remember forcing myself to go to the show because I had to get Cole Cabana to sign a, an 8x10 that I really needed him to do. Uh, what was your first impression of AIW, Rick? As far as independents go, and I don't consider like the original ECW really an independent. You know, at one point they had a TV deal, and we talk about like the big three. They, you know, they were certainly lagging as far as being the third is concerned but they were in the big three i used to go to the uh the shows all the time down the agora all the ecw shows um you know main events were always sandman and dreamer against um the dudleys or something like that so i I went to a bunch of those shows i've been to ecw shows the arena in philadelphia uh i went to one of the pay-per-views in 98 but i can't remember where in the blue hell that was and when i got to that aiw show um talking about double dare again it was the most like uh, it reminded me the most of that experience of that ECW original experience with the crowd that was, uh, you know, not just a bunch of not just a bunch of dummies that were there for, you know, for popcorn and merch to watch a TV taping, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, it was people that that knew everybody that was there and, you know, everybody from, you know, from Dr. Dan and and um, Carson getting booed. You know, to these guys who used to be on WWF television crime, you know, everybody knew who everybody was. There were good reactions to everything. I mean, I was impressed by the whole thing. You know, it was it was gritty. It was, um, you know, it was, you had that grittiness, that kind of guts and gore factor. But at the same time, I wasn't sitting there with my kid who, well, let's see, what was it, 2016? At that point, he would have been, you know, nine-ish Um so see there, Caden, I'm a bad I'm a bad parent too. So you don't have to feel bad about going to shows when you're you're ten or eleven. Yeah. Um I, I wasn't like having him there wasn't you know, it wasn't killing me. I, I didn't think child services was gonna show up the next day. But we we got that authentic ECW experience, you know, twenty years after, you know, ECW was really in its its heyday. That's that's what really stuck out to me. Caden what was the first, or who was the first friend you made at a show? Hmm. This is going to be a funny one, considering his reputation now, but Dave Dawson. 
Uh, Oddly enough. Enlighten me. He was just very, very nice to me and told me about the Trikara show way before it got announced. It's not a fun story. He was cool at the time. (laughs) That was, God, that was Flexor Industries potato too. It might have been right after that it ended where he was their personal ref. Um, By like a month or two. Actually, yeah. Because, see, I think, didn't that end at the rap show? I think. I haven't watched that in a while. Because they kind of transitioned into, slowly but surely, but they got into Nixon. And that kind of took the focus off. That's another adventure. Yeah. My my favorite little piece of trivia is the fact that technically, Chess Flexor still owns AIW. According to timeline. I mean, according to storyline. He, he died. We don't talk about him anymore. <laughs> He's technically still the owner. He is. Fun fact. Well, I'd say it's technically. Like Sonny is still the commissioner or whatever. <laughs> well, she's out of jail. Time to bring her back. Time to bring her back, <laughs> but uh, uh, fans only. If you need the address, just contact JR. He'll tell you. <laughs> A plus. That was dumb, but it was good. Um, who was the first friend you made, Rick? Fat. You can call me Ron, Mr. Pat. I uh, don't remember how or why or the surrounding context, but I know for certain it was DJ Pat or DJ. Uh, what's he go by? DJ Ronald Two Legs. Two. Yeah, Ronald Two Legs. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good first friend. Yeah, can't complain. Um, Caden, what do you love about AIW? One, the environment is just a fun time, no matter what venue we're at. WrestleRage is kind of its own special thing, if that's fair to say. The environment, the in-ring action is always good. You're never leaving a show disappointed. And you're just that up close to everything for a very, very reasonable price, especially with some of the names that are on these shows, even if I'm the only one that cares about that name sometimes. I think with with AIW that they give you a wide variety of, of stuff. Nothing's really repetitive. No. Well... Don Swin's LOL was a was a pretty uh pretty consistent thing for a while, but goddamn to infinity and beyond. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're not getting into that. Well, to infinity and beyond is no longer champions, and we haven't seen Donston. Fuck! By the time we have a show coming back, we won't see have seen Donston AIW for a year. Jesus. Potentially, if there there isn't another AIW show for the rest of this year, this will be the first year that I've ever been to AIW where Donst. Was, was not it? on okay. yeah. Yeah. calendar year, yeah. Granted, there's a huge asterisk, but still. It still counts, even if you don't hate him anymore. Technically never really hated him, but... Go kill the gimmick! Please! <laughs> That's, been killed. Here. That's been killed a long time ago. Um, yeah, the the environment... We're getting to a point it's, where we're, we're, no, we're no longer just a Cleveland company. Of course, I say we like I'm a part of them, but you know what I mean. Part of the fan base. We get it to where people are coming in from, you know, out of state. Some of them regularly. Which is crazy because it wasn't really like that at Turner's. No. Fuck. Going, like, I've always mentioned, like, you go back and watch some of those old Turner's Hall episode, uh, shows, especially early on, and that gym is empty. Or at least, especially some of the GNOs. GNO crowds are always rough. Which is kind of weird. And also, like, Hayden, yeah, you... I counted the one time there was, like, 75 people there, which is terrible. I remember the first pay-per-view that they did, which was GNO. 
Oh, yeah, it was. Because it was that, they did Abso, and I think they did Double Dare. Yeah. Double, that was the original three. Because Double Dare had the really cool opening from Mark Summers. Which is a neat little addition. And then I think Abso was a complete nightmare, as far as I was, I heard, like, of the... the... Like, it just skipped and buffered a lot, which, are we surprised? It was at Turner's Hall. The internet in that building is but Well, on top of, like, the, the that time, you figure we're on a constant progression of internet, and internet was not nearly the same as it is today. I mean, that's why, you know, we don't have Go Fight Live. There's a throwback for you. Uh, now we have IWTV. Hey, they're cool. That's why we have Fight TV, which I feel like Fight TV is not as big anymore. It is, but it isn't. Yeah, especially... Hard to explain. I think ex- a lot of the wrestling content from there seems to be gone. You ha- you Because see- everyone has their own streaming services that they can just put their shows on now. I would say Ring of Honor is the only one, but I think they just have it on there too, but they also have it on their own service. And now if you want to you wanna watch some of these, like fucking GCW's on IWTV, that's fucking nuts. That's probably one of the bigger companies that's gotten on there. I still got to rewatch at least the fucking beginning of Joey Janela Lost in New York because I have the original broadcast copy that they never, I guess they don't go back and go, hey. Um, well, it's just whatever they aired is on there. Oh, and it's the the first fucking like couple minutes is like a jumbled up scrambled video mess. The show aired fine. It was just that video. But it it looked entertaining. Actually, even when like the, the live feed started, it kind of was jumping around a little bit. Like I didn't get to fully enjoy it. So then when I heard it was on IWTV, I was like, I have to sit down and watch this because excited. Yeah, because like it's it's a little thing, but fuck. Rick, what do you love about AIW? The experience in general, I think, is made up of a couple of parts, and it's the people in the crowd, the fans. It's it's great to see. I think we've joked about it, the three of us before, where you could almost, before you even walk in, if they handed you a blank seating chart, you could pretty much fill it in with where everybody was going to be, and you know, you could put the names in, and you probably get half of the crowd right, just right off, you know, right off the top of your head. Well, this person usually is here. This person's usually here. This person's usually here. Um, I like the fact that we have the same guys as far as students are concerned that John and uh, Biggins and them have done such a great job at cultivating talent where you become invested in guys. Like we've seen, you know, Josh Bishop from the beginning, we've seen, you know, Dom Garini pretty, yeah, pretty much from the beginning. Um, you know, these guys that are started out as trainees and, you know, even uh, Britt Baker now, you know, with AEW and you start to see these guys have gone on to the, the, the fed and, and, even, um, you know, even uh, Gargano, you know, one probably the, to me, the, the biggest success story, you know, the guy went from the basically the trainer, you know, the trainee to the the trainer to all the way up to, you know, one of the top guys in the, the NXT. And we get to watch that that journey. We get to watch the guys progress. Um, you know, you you end up almost feeling like they're, you know, like they're your guys. It's like, uh, you know, like you had some part in it, you know, we. We didn't do any training. We didn't do anything other than just, you know, support the guys. Um, you know, even the guys that, that are there for us to hate, you know, Dr. Dan and Carson and, and people like that. Um, you know, like, like even a guy like Dr. Dan who's gone crazy with some of the bumps and stuff he's taken just to be memorable, you know, just because he wants to, you know, put on that, that crazy stuff for the fans. Um, I mean, those are the, the, just the, the two, I've never been to a bad show. I mean, I've been to shows that, that, you know, weren't 
you know, they're not five star Tokyo Dome shows, but they're, you know, I've never been left a, an AIW going sh- show saying to myself, man, that was that definitely was not worth the money I paid to to go see it. Uh, you know, even think back to that uh, Rubber City Con where, <laughs> you know, we had to admit you had to meet. Think about the names that were that were on that whole thing, you know, Booker T and and Shark Boy, I know was a replacement, but, uh, you know, Kelly Kelly and and just people that you're like, what an odd Joel Gertner and Tugboat, what an odd collection of people. Where else in the world are you going to be able to to get that experience? I just it's that collection of that oddity plus the, you know, the homegrown talent that that, you know, it's just just the whole thing. You 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 earlier you said you. I do the same thing. I find myself saying us when I talk about AIW because everybody takes that little bit of ownership. And, you know, that's one of those things that they teach you when you go to work at a, it's a when you go to work at a company. Yes, exactly. You go to work at a company and they want you to say us, you know, that because we're all a part of this. And that's uh, that's the feeling that uh, that I think John and uh, Biggins really tried to cultivate. So, you know, I really I'm appreciative of that. I know I. I kind of got, I don't want to say backlash, but I know like we were talking about it on Twitter either after the second episode, like this, or the third episode like this. And, um, Dustin, he basically came out and was like, well, I try to shy away from the word family because I don't like everybody in my family. I look at it one of two ways. Cause he did then come back and say like, he's like, we're more like a community. And I'm like, okay, I, I get where you're coming from. Do I agree with you? Like on the wording? No. Cause I really do like family, but I look at it like this too. I don't like everybody in my family either. So why can't we be family? Just because it's it's one of those things, though. If it, it your family's your family, that like I don't, I, you know, I don't like everybody that's in my family. I don't like everybody that goes to to AIW shows. But if they're not, if they're not just you know the top of the bleachers homophobic dudes, that, that you know, those are people that. What a fun time that was! Yeah. I'm sure there's everybody. I'm sure that there's a, a large group of people who who don't don't you know care for a lot of people. I'm sure there's people that that don't like me, even though I'm I'm just incredibly lovable. But at the same time, you know, I respect everybody who goes to those shows. When people are in need, you help people out. You help out your family. You know, I've gotten tickets for people before, and you know everything just because it it, it is the family. And and I actually I respect Alberti's opinion a lot because he's been. You know, he's been doing the he's been doing the training and everything, too. Um, you know, it's nothing that my big butt would do. You know, that guy shows up to even over at UXW. I put up the ring and, you know, we all make fun of sweep, dust and sweep. But, you know, he's another inter- integral cog in that machine. Mm-hmm. So whatever vernacular he wants to use on the inside, he's a little more insider than we are. But uh, I like I like family as a better word than community. But, you know. It, it is what it is. So I think we're just arguing semantics. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm definitely not knocking him for it. I know when, when he came out and said it, cause he said it on Twitter, not on the episode that he was on. And I was like, man, you had a fucking microphone in front of you. You could have said this. And I'm not do, like I said, do I agree with them? No, but I see, I do see where he's coming from. I do see like, well, to me it's this, but you look at like, you know, family community, the whole thing is, is, um, when certain things happen, we come together I think yeah, I think that's very true in family and that's very true with community. We look at, you know, you know, gets will always get mentioned probably in these episodes, but when, you know, Biggins passed, that that hit us all. And even before Biggins, there was a a fan that I really I didn't know his name, 
but I remember when he passed away and there was actually a uh, a bell salute for him at a show. That would be Colin. Yeah. Do you do you remember what he passed from? I just remember it was sudden. It was. Oh, no. I'm was sure it? anyone that's watched the Turner show knows exactly who he is. Yeah. This guy would scream at Lewis Linden all the time. <laughs> no, not thrift store jobber. He wasn't around back then. <laughs> <laughs> that's somebody different. Um, but I remember when that happened. I didn't know him, but I felt it. I felt it was one of us. Because he was there all the time. Mm-hmm. And he was a he was a familiar face. Like I said, I didn't remember his name, but you I might not have talked to him. No, but, but you I, saw him there. Yeah, because he was definitely like fairly close to our side of the ring. Um, I remember his face, and it was just like, oh yeah, by the way, he's gone. Oh shit. So I know when like those moments have happened, like we've mourned together, and I like I said, that's what you that's what you definitely see in family. That's what you you see in communities. So no matter which way you put it. I prefer family. If you prefer community, that's great. I, that's I, fine. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. Um, I think like going back to what you were saying, Rick, too, is anything you could want from wrestling, I think, is at AIW. Like at almost at every single show. Um, do you want to see legends? They, they'll bring those in. Gotcha covered. You want to see the the people who are going to get signed to WWE really soon? Gotcha covered. Gotcha covered there. That's two. You want to see uh, some up and coming names, like names that have kind of like made a name for themselves, but they're not necessarily to the level like, oh my, they're going to get signed next, but there's still like some names got you covered. You want to see students, which I, I, that is a thing of a lot of companies. You can, you could be a com- uh, student at any company in the uh, independent wrestling around the world, like no matter where, or this country, but it's the results that you bring. And I think like earlier, Rick, you mentioned the two that that are the standouts. We can talk a lot about history, but the top two is fucking Dominic Greeny and Josh Bishop. They're, they're both carving their names out in independent wrestling bit by bit. And it's so awesome because at one point they were just students. They were, they were at those men are on the lake shows that nobody cared about. But me, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you were, I mean, I remember, you know, you remember being at the debut. I mean, everybody, mm-hmm. the three of us, I know we're there for, you know, the Bishop class with the bottom rope, you know, the bottom rope. And yeah. what a fun that, time that was. That whole debacle. Doesn't even seem like the same Bishop. No. Bro, he's all beefy and terrifying <laughs> now. <laughs> but, uh, like, we got all your bases covered. There's different kinds of wrestling you can have, you know. But hardcore wrestling, got that. Want dudes just hitting each other? Got that. Want flips? Got that. Want comedy stuff? Got that. You want hardcore technical stuff? Got that. Any sort of combination of that is probably on a show at some point. There's just... I'm not to be repetitive here, but... But it's at that point, I I was thinking about it when Rick was saying it, because it's like, yeah, we we got you covered in a lot of bases. I'm thinking, like, just the wrestlers, like, you know, you want to see just, like, I don't necessarily say no names, but you don't just see students, people who aren't that experienced. There's plenty, plenty of companies you can go to. You know, you want to see the up and coming names and some of the, you know, the the people that are going to get signed. Like, that's like your PWG shit. That's like your ring of honor shit for a while. But find a place that brings them all together. And even like with some of the shows where or some of the companies where, yeah, you can see a lot of, you know, students, and a lot of people that are just coming in. Like, but that's also the shows like you might get like some legends, but, you know, that 
take it as it is because it might not be some of the best legends. It might be Greg the Hammer Valentine, you know? <laughs> you know, Greg the Hammer Valentine. Um, Technically was an AIW guest at one point. <laughs> kind of, sort of. Uh, but That's another story. They AIW just brings everything, and I think that's one thing I've enjoyed since being a fan, you know? You know, I've got to watch guys like Dom and Bishop become bigger names. I got to watch people who had a little bit of a following and then end up getting signed. Like the one that like blows my mind that I felt like I seen so much from her career was crazy. Mary Dobson, Sarah Logan. I was, yeah, I was just thinking about it. When you even think about that, crazy Mary and Heidi Lovelace. And then we saw Britt Baker. And I mean, Shayna Baszler was, you know, it seemed like she was just overnight. I know that that's not how it was, but that's, that's what it seemed like. And all four of Technically, them. Yeah. Cause she wasn't wrestling long. Yeah. I think one thing with Shayna is because of who her friend was good old Ronda oh. Rousey. I kind of figured she was going to be slingshot to WWE, but not like, all right, you're here for on the independence for a couple months. And then you're going like, she made a name for herself. Like she, she did the work. But I felt like there is no reason why WWE won't sign you, especially if Ronda goes to WWE. And that's oh, what she was. She was a legitimate fighter, too. So yeah. it's not like she was. She's not one of these that transitioned for, you know, some of them transitioned from another sport or, yeah, yeah. you know, the, the football player kind of thing. She's no, you know, we're not talking Steve Mongo McMichael here. <laughs> so you got those. But like you mentioned, Heidi and Crazy Mary, like. I was at their AIW debut and they were green in wrestling. Very green. With they, I think they were not good. I've seen that match. It's I think it was so bad that I think what, like one was put on YouTube, Heidi sent Thorne a message or somebody's like, take this down mm-hmm. <laughs> because of how bad it is. But you can go on IWTV and watch the whole show. But yeah, like I remember that matchup and I remember fuck, I remember pulling up to the venue. And seeing Crazy Mary walk walk in, and like now, like now she's kind of with WWE, not with WWE, whatever the fuck one. But she's st- like, I, I don't know, it's a weird one right now. But I've watched her like progress so well to get to that point, and it's been cool. It's been so cool to watch a lot of those those rides. Even people like there's been people who've been signed who I didn't think would get signed. Fucking Aaliyah was one of them, formerly known as Jasmine. Who didn't have a very long AIW career either, if you want to think about it like that. Uh, Alistair Black. That was a one-off. That's different. <laughs> that was one. I mean, that wasn't just a the, one-off. The, it was he was about to go. I, I know she wasn't specific, but uh, you know, you think of the even the Athena. You know. Yeah. I, that one just slipped my mind, but I'm like, she's on all of the early GNOs, relatively speaking, early. Geno Seven might have been her debut there. Maybe I'm wrong. I just, I still hear Houston backslash Chicago backslash, backslash St. Louis, backslash. like all, like, especially cause she would, do, she would do the backslash motion or something. She would like, just do mm-hmm. something like, ah, uh, that's always what I think of when I, when I hear Athena. So, so many fucking names. I just, just built themselves in AW. And that's one thing that AW and Thorne prizes themselves on of like, Hey, we had these people before they got big and blew up. Yeah, we did. Didn't I think we did this maybe on a show before where we pulled up a show and we were like there was in at least every match someone that got 
oh, it was a, a WWE show. It was a, one of their pay-per-views. We pulled it up and we're like, both AIW alums, one of them, both, you know, one, one. Maybe it was, uh, I don't think it was an NXT. Or maybe it wasn't NXT because I remember we, it was a pay-per-view. Aleister Black was on and, and Gargano was on and Candice was on and, you know, all these people that like had them, had them, had them. It was like, you know, collecting ball cards. Had them, had them, got them, need them, had them. Yeah, it's a it's a who's who, especially like I'll go through my my album on Facebook with all the like wrestlers that I've made I've met, which I stole that idea from you. <laughs> the funny thing is, I kind of kind of stole it from another friend of mine, because when I first started coming to shows that he was someone that I had I've known a long time. But he let's put it this way. He hasn't really come to a show in a very long time. He I think he was at that first uh, gauntlet at Turner's with me. And that was it. But he went to shows long before that, him and his brother. And I remember when I was starting to get into it, I was looking on his Facebook and I was looking at all these pictures of like all these wrestlers. And I was like, I don't even know who all these guys are. And I've gone back every so once when I'm like, oh, you know, met him, met him, met him. Oh, that's cool. You got a picture with him. Met him, met him, met him. Know who they are. Met him, met him. Before I was like, I don't know who all these people are. Now I have my own and seeing like how big that's gotten to the likes of yeah, I think I have a picture. Like, I'm trying to figure out somebody that I have a picture with that, like, it doesn't matter. I have a picture with Brian Castle. If you weren't a fan of Prime Wrestling PWO, you don't probably know who Brian Castle is. Or if you're not from Never the- touch his bandana. <laughs> or if you're not from the Toledo area, because I still think he wrestles there. But I have, you know, pictures with Brian Castle. But I also have pictures with, early on, which this is at my first show, him and Johnny Gargano, different pictures. But, you know, that, now I got pictures with Bret Hart. Shawn Michaels, um, Natalia, some some of my absolute favorites, but then like even some at AIW shows, fucking Jeff Jarrett, Scott Steiner, all these people, and a lot, lot of it, not all of it, a lot of it is because of AIW. People you didn't think you'd ever meet. I'm trying. <laughs> top two weren't a, were in AIW. <laughs> that was Brett and Shawn, but fuck, they could potentially maybe someday come to AIW. Who knows? Actually, I'll go with this. I already met them. But the thought that I would meet them at a wrestling show or see them at a wrestling show, mentioned it many times. That you've been going to for nine years. Fucking ICP. What a ridiculous meet greet that was in the best way possible. Do you even know who they are, Caden? Yes. Name me two albums. No. <laughs> Leave me alone. I don't listen to music. Dumb. It's for nerds. <laughs> I think you gave me shit or something about like... I did. And then I was just like, like you posted the picture with them. I'm like... Okay. Okay, motherfucker. And, to your point, I meet everyone. You know this. You don't even know what a juggalo is. Whoop, whoop. Uh, anyway, back to back to the questions. Uh, I think we're at... What's your favorite yearly show, Caden? Hmm. Rap show, Wrestle Razor, Tide. Hmm. You know why? Hmm. I'm about to say, I you wonder why. why. Why, Caden? Is it, is it because you like it when ring announcers dress up in a special outfits to to celebrate the day you know with with wrestle rager i mean that only happens on the show now <laughs> he's a ghoul. i like violets he's a ghoul i like weapons <laughs> poor poor caden i say poor caden has poor the uh 12 year old caden that i met outside of gargano's pizza and catering who was a little kid poor him he's dead now one of my first ever indie DVDs I got was A Tournament of Death when I was nine. 
Yeah, I think I've heard that story from you before. It's still fucking nuts, man. Uh, he brought a razor blade board to Wrestle Rager. A board with like razor blades in it. Japanese death matches, brother. <laughs> Gosh. Never brought a Kenzon yet. 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 Anytime. I say you you ended it with yet. Yet. Which means I plan on it. Just give me time. Yeah, no, those things are expensive. I'm not doing that. Rick, I'll bring more explosion things. <laughs> those are fun. Poppers on everything. You might be able to, yeah, if there's no Fourth of July stuff this year, you might be able to get them a whole lot cheap. I already stocked up on them, don't worry. Last year. Thirty packs of them sitting in my room. Uh, anyway. Um Rick, what's your favorite yearly show for me? Well, I'm not a I'm not a ghoul, so I'm more Yeah, because you suck. Ghoul. <laughs> I'm more I'm more of a gauntlet guy. I I like gauntlet. It's, uh I like that unpredictability. Uh <laughs> Wrestle Rager's fun for me, but it's not fun to the level of uh, making weapons out of knives and ninja stars and small explosives like certain people who are on the call but shall remain nameless. <laughs> who could that be? Cool. <laughs> I have never denied this. Not once. Part of my reputation now. Thing, thing is, at AIW, you're not the only one. You fit right in. Fair. I, I definitely love Gauntlet too. It's... It's not that it's just, you know, uh, the gauntlet match, which is the Royal Rumble, which is still one of my favorite, you know, matches of the year because of, you know, that unpredictability, get returns and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we do the gauntlet for the cache. That's so much fun. But I think with, with gauntlet getting so many, you get surprise returns. You know, that's when Matt Justice came back. It's been talked about before and how like awesome it, it was for that because that led him to, you know, where he is now. But then you also get the, uh, you get the razor sharp surprises. You get the, uh, just weird names that are coming back for one match type thing. It's, it's still so fun. Probably one thing that, that ultimately sucks about missing Gauntlet this year is, I mean, well, especially being at the first one that we showed that we had to miss, that, that could have been so awesome. And I, I'm really curious that some of the names that could have potentially been there, like a surprise, uh, entrance. I know the winner. You 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 want me to spoil who was going to win it? No. Razor sharp. <laughs> Damn it. We were wrong. You, you were not ready. I wasn't. I'm, I'm going to have to censor that out, but I won't. <laughs> you should beep it out, and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> but, yeah, that's... You can't beat that. It's it's always also, too, a fun way to, like, end the show. Like, whoever, whoever won, that's always been, like, a really cool moment. All right, Kated, what's your favorite show or shows individually? Absolution 7 is probably my favorite. Yeah. That my was... second AIW show ever, and it just seems like every match on this show was match of the year candidate. From the way the show started to the way the show ended. That's probably my favorite show ending ever. I, th I think it was we met after this show, or, or we meet before this show. Because I remember talking with you and Grandpa about this show. It would have been because the first Gargano show was after Jay went. That's why I don't, because that was the two back-to-back -back Gargano shows. I don't remember if I met you after your first show or I met you after this. Might have, it might have been after um, Absolution. Because I, I do remember we were talking about. Yeah, that's about. what I think. Because I remember we were talking about that and it was like right before Resolution. Yes. I have good memories sometimes. 
it's totally useless in real life. But hey, I remember the AIW show from 2012 and how long this match went. That's helpful. How how long was it before the match started between Tracy Smothers and Cole Cabana? Oh God, <laughs> I, it had to be oh, minimum of like 20, 25. It had to be twenty. Yeah, twenty minutes. It's I I do want to say it's twenty minutes. Like I I went back and live tweeted it one time when I was on IWTV because that's a match that I remember and I remember it being fucking hilarious and I was like, all right, let me watch this and then as you know the back and forth was going, I was like, oh my god. I forgot it was this long. Next thing I know, it's like 20 minutes. It's a good match, though. That's the thing. Oh, it's even a good back and forth. You have Cole Cabana and Tracy Smothers. Which, that was topped by Grado Smothers. <laughs> yeah. What a match. Along with uh, Colt and Kikataro. Who kind of became a semi-regular AIW. Pops up a few times a year. I still want to see Kikataro and Justice somehow. Oh, boy. It could be in a match. They could team together. Have them team together. Just call them Justice. Bring back Deathmatch Kikutaro. <laughs> that did happen. Not many people remember that. It was one time before he was actually Kikutaro. Oh, uh, what is your favorite show or shows, Rick? I got two or three that stick out. Uh, Hell on Earth 14, which was uh, Magnum's last show, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. Um, when they lost, he they beat uh, Beach was train chase and then lost the titles to Weird World. That one sticks out just because of Magnum's Magnum speech and everything like that. Uh, Hell on Earth 15, I believe, is that when Justice became double champion? Yes. Pretty sure. And then uh, obviously uh, Slumber Party Massacre is probably my favorite AIW show I've ever been to um, just because got to go to New Jersey. Got to sit front row center for that. I still have pants and shirt that are stained with Eric Ryan's blood from him forking himself right into the front row. And, yeah, you know, just seeing all the guys and how relieved everybody was. How relieved Thorne was. The one I had up show I got the live gif. Yeah, yeah. How relieved Thorne was when it was finally all over and all the guys kind of were able to, to let loose. Uh, those are the three that really stick out to me. Gauntlet, um, I, I remember all the gauntlets very well, but those are the three that uh, that really stick out as my favorites. I figure last year's gauntlet has to be up there for you. Um, yeah, but uh, well, we'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there, there's the fact of Razor Sharp, but that was also you know M Dog and and J Pro. That was a fucking good match. Live, I've anytime I could watch those two, whether they're in a tag match or they're uh, that's not a surprise. It was a good match. They have never yeah. had a bad match against yeah. each other. But they're they're always pleasant to watch, one way or another. Like if they're Except your friends for as long as they've been. Exactly. If they're in a tag team together or they're in a match together, like it's it's just so good. Caden, what's your favorite match or matches from AIW? Follow me on Twitter. You know I've tweeted about this one a lot. KT Beavers Daisuke Sakamoto. <laughs> Beefy. Okay. What was your favorite match before that? Because that was recent. It was very recent. It's good. You watched it? <laughs> I was there. Jeez. I know. Shut up. I'm being a smartass. I, I'll, uh, here's what I'll say about that match. If that match was at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, it wouldn't be as good to me. For only one reason. The lighting in that place. Because when yeah. they, they, they hit each other, like that sweat and water or whatever just, just pop. Just Blew off their fucking chest. Visuals. Oh, like, that's what made it just so impactful. And, and I said, 
Beefy. <laughs> what was your favorite match before that, though? This is still fairly recent, but the uh, Kingston Hot Sauce match from Jaywit a few years ago. That's yeah. another one. That it would just, ow. That one sticks out. That match hurt. They must have have chopped each other a hundred (sighs) times. That match. (laughs) Some of those forearms in that match were the loudest forearms I've ever heard. Almost like fucking Hot Sauce and Dom. That was another good one. (laughs) Remember when Hot Sauce broke his arm on... Or not Hot Sauce. Lawler. Lawler Lawler broke his... That's what I meant. Lawler broke his fucking arm on Dom. And was back like two months later. Because... That was the night that AIW went to the emergency room. Him, Magnum, and Carson. Oh, yeah. What a mess of a night that was in terms of people getting hurt. I think the worst of them all was was Lawler because he broke his arm. Fucking, like, what? Clothesline and Dom. He clotheslined Dom in the back of the head and <laughs> broke his arm. And finished the match. So fucking hard he broke his own goddamn arm. It's fucking That's nuts. another series that if you never watched it, go back and watch all of those matches. Because those were fun. I think Dom's run in AIW has been very uh, underrated because he's had a lot of good feuds from fucking Whitmer to... Um, the Whitmer feud was his first big one. Yeah. To fucking... Um, to Bishop. To Which is still Mueller. going. Yeah. So... It's just, it, it feels like they get overshadowed sometimes by bigger things in AIW. Which I don't mean that in a bad way. It just feels like they kind of get lost in the shuffle at points. What are your favorite match or matches, Rick? A uh, few that stand out. Uh, Don's Janela ladder match. Um, I just, I mean, I know, call me a spot monkey, but that was spot after spot after spot. It was good. And then, and Don's probably, you know, your 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 best friend Don's comes out with the title when it's all over and done with. The two submitter surrenders, uh, Lawler and uh, Dominic, and then Dominic and Bishop from... Slumber Party Massacre uh, was fantastic. The Philly and Marino, when they finally beat Infinity and Beyond for the tag team titles. Yes. And then uh, Pat and Ed shoot off the <laughs> shoot off the, the friggin' um, confetti cannons. <laughs> uh, great. The um, uh, one more. Uh, what was I thinking? Oh, obviously, Justice and Justice and Bishop going off the balcony to end the match, you know, and wrestle the next day. And and that was not even I mean, that's all anybody remembers. But like I have video and all these pictures of them smashing into rails and and bending rails before they even went up to the uh, to the balcony. So, I mean, that one that one was nuts. And those probably some of my favorites that really stick out. Kayla, what are some of your favorite moments from AIW? Eric Ryan at Hell on Earth 8, just looking like he was going to die. Um Razor Sharp surprise last year is up there for me. <laughs> Bias, but Justice finally winning the absolute title, which really his entire run in AIW, his return run in AIW has been crazy. After being gone for nine years, it's been too much. It's hard to nail a lot of stuff. Walking into episode seven and seeing the barbed wire. That doesn't count for a lot of people, but that was a very, very nice surprise. The picture oh, that... that nice. Just a nice surprise. It was a nice surprise. <laughs> It was supposed to rain today. It was supposed to rain today, but it's sunny outside. What a nice surprise. Barbed wire is not a nice surprise. Yes, it is. Ghoul. The funny thing about that is the the picture that exists of Caden before that show. Yeah, like 
four-year-old Caden standing in front of the barbed wire. Well, real, real pumped to see a barbed wire death match. It's, Let's go. It's in between that, and you could tell it was taken on a, uh, a camera with film. Yeah, Polaroid. Yeah, yeah. yeah Polaroid graphics are bringing his actual camera. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, like, it adds, like, when you see the picture, it adds this, like, different depth of, like, makes it seem like it was so much longer ago. Yeah, it was not taken in 1986. <laughs> God, that was so long before Caden was born. Oh, I was Caden's age at that, uh, 86, I was Caden's ages at, as he was beside that Bart wire. <laughs> oh, God. I'll do you one better. That's the year I was born. There you go. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Embrace it. Uh, what are some of your favorite moments, Rick? You kind of mentioned a couple. Uh, obviously, Razor Sharp. Uh, just how happy he was to get in there. Uh, it had been a long time coming for him. His debut. With Janela, too. Yeah, his face off with Janela, which was fantastic. Janela in that whole uh, gauntlet. Just Janela punching fans, uh, elbowing fans. At one point, he punched a baby, if I, I believe. Oh, no. And then holding Ryder, poor Ryder Reed and the Boston Crab for a good 10 minutes. Uh, obviously, Justice winning the the double title. Uh, Fonzie, his debut. Um, all these, eight, so many special guests, like the first time you see him, like the first time I walk in and, you know, the Godfather walks by you and you go, holy cow, that's, you know, that's, that's the guy. That's the guy I want to meet. You know, a lot of people did that with, with Nash and and Harley Race and, and things of that ilk. Uh, thrift store jobber throwing a chair. Um, let's see what else is there. Obviously Bishop and Bishop and uh, Justice going off the balcony. That's crazy. Eric Ryan through all those panes of glass, which is just insane. Pretty much everything Eric Ryan does is a highlight. The backdrop off the um, off the ramp. The boys going through the ramp. Just craziness after craziness after craziness. All right, Caden, who's been some of your favorite special guests? There's been so many. Ultimo Dragon was a fun one. Considering I saw him twice that weekend, too, which made it even cooler. Uh, I'm trying to think. Scott Steiner, the, both times. Yeah, Steiner was fantastic. Because you know what you're getting into with Steiner. And it will be entertainment. I know I said it before about Steiner. The thing that I love is, I don't know whether you're around for it or not, but I remember always telling Biggins, like, Booksteiner, Booksteiner, Booksteiner. And he was like, no, we've seen what his line was at, you know, GFW. We don't, we don't want that. He's, he's not going to bring anybody. And then we get Scott Steiner. And it was fucking great. He ends up on the Mania show. Yeah, that's right. He was twice because I forget that because I wasn't there. Like, I, yeah. oh yeah, I forget that he was, he was at that show. And what a match. Obviously, your meet and greet list is, has, you know, Swoggle is high up there for you. I think it was the uh, Swoggle's first AIW show. I wanted to get a fat bastard pit picture with them, where it looks yeah. like I'm like getting my belly. Did you ever get that picture? I'll do that, dude. That was the first show. I was like, hey, I, got I, I wasn't sure if you actually got the picture. Oh fuck yeah, oh, I did. did it for you. Oh, I did it. That's pretty fantastic. Not wrong with that. Like I wasn't like picking him up, but I was just like pointing at my yeah. belly, like getting my belly, and he's like pointing up at me, and then looking at the camera with this like, uh, look. <laughs> you got to put Harley Race, you know, booking him right before he passed away. Yeah. A lot of people were, that's one of those like ethereal moments where you're like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm glad I went to that show. I'm glad I was in that spot. I would meet somebody I watched growing up and then he passes away so quick after the, after the fact, 
lot of people. I enjoyed meeting Bob Orton. I thought he was a, I thought he was a pretty cool guest. That's one I cannot confirm or deny because I was not there. Not there. Oh, that's right. That was a... you know, Ray Phoenix was great. Sid, <laughs> it was, was great. he was cool. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I've literally I was supposed to see Phoenix six different times. I've and seen him none times. I enjoyed Gilbert when he was there. Davy Richards. Oh, he did show up once. Yeah, <laughs> literally, one time. Literally the show before I started coming, but he was booked like two other times. And I even think the second time we were just like, "Wait for it, wait for it." There it is, because I think one of them he canceled day of. Yeah, it was. Hmm, what show was that actually? I, that might have been the end of the world show, because I know O'Reilly I think was booked with him. Mm-hmm. So they both just kind of. It might have been 2013. It's hard to remember. I mean, if it was the end of the world, that was 2012, but I know there was... Yeah. I can't remember which one. It was that one or the second one where it was just like, believe it when I see it. And it did. Hey, we did O'Reilly a couple times, so... Yeah. He wrestled Bobby Beverly once, which was surprisingly fun. You know who was awesome? Yeah, I don't know if you guys got picks, but Arn Anderson. Yes. That's That's I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Terry Fogg. I'm a little starstruck by Emma. When she was there, because she was still a real big, I mean, that's like a real big get coming right out. We were talking about somebody that came right out of the Fed and then went right that to That was one of her first appearances, I think. Yeah. yeah. Her and uh, even it was fun meeting Glacier. I mean, I'm not going to lie about that. That was pretty. Did, did you guys get a picture with the cardboard cutout known as Dean Malenko? Yes. Yeah, I, I skipped the meet and greet on that one. I say cardboard cutout because we put. That's not a dig at him. Nope. Well, kind of. It is. It's the fact that... Kind of. Um, Every picture with the fans. Yeah. The exact same. Yeah. Same face. Uh, and then... Uh, Terry Funk is still the one that gets me because I missed it. Yeah. I, I was at the show. Yeah, I show- you made it there. I showed up late. Late in the second half. Uh, always thank Biggins for uh, letting it slide for tickets. Because, I, I mean, I, I had a ticket for it, but he was just like... You're good for the next show. Don't worry about it. Because I think I only saw, like, maybe three matches. Yeah, like the last couple matches. Um, so You I, had your friend with you, too. Yes, I had Zul with me. The, my dog has been to an independent wrestling show. And if you haven't been to an independent wrestling show, then that says something. Change that. <laughs> yeah, don't let my dog. Not right now. But... <laughs> Can't right now. My dog's been to more independent wrestling shows than you, then that's really bad. But um, I show up late in the second half, so I, I miss the beginning of the show i miss intermission where he was doing signings and i got i got i got to talk to him for like two seconds because he came up the stairs asking where the where the restroom was and we're like oh yeah it's right you know right back there oh okay i'll I'll show you sir no picture i would have bought a funk you shirt didn't get that and went to uh philly at a convention he was supposed to be at one there and i went to WrestleCon, he was supposed to be there. Not there. So Ah, it's like me with Phoenix. Yes. Just never gonna happen. The ironic thing is you've seen Terry Funk. Somehow. I've, I've seen Ray Phoenix. Huh. WrestleCon Super Show. I didn't get a picture with him. Was that Hardy's? Yes. Lucha Bros. Yes. That's a very fun match. That was my th- three days of seeing Hardy's in wrestling match. That R O H question mark? Yes. And Mania. Yes. I shouldn't remember all of this, but I do. And that that WrestleCon show has one of my favorite wrestling matches ever. The big was it the ten man tag? Fuck yes, it was. 
the WrestleCon 10-man tags are always some of the most fun matches because they're just nutty. Spot after 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 spot. So great. Um, so many, so many special guests, but I think we've covered a lot of them. I've mentioned mine already on different episodes, but obviously I like ICP and stuff like that. But, um, I think the one that I remember like running to get in line first and then like waiting and watching, like as they go by, as like Rick was talking about earlier, like, oh my God, there's, you know, there's so-and-so for me, it was, oh, there's Scott Hall. The first time he was at AAW. He's been very, very cool both times. I don't think I don't think I got a picture with him the second time because it was like I've already been there. If, That's my thought process. I already have a picture with him. If I would have remembered to bring my Razor Ramon Hasbro, I might have had him sign that. But what you forgot it did? Yeah, I forgot it at home, so I was like, eh. I'm like I already got a picture. I already got an eight by ten. I'm good. That's all I need. All right. Last thing we got is any. IWTV suggestions, and uh, I'm going to start with Rick on this one, because I think Caden's going to have a lot. Oh, yeah, he definitely will. Um, I'm dabbling right now into the Zona 23, which is, I'm sure Caden knows them all by heart at this point. Best fed in the world. Because it's just, it's just insane. Every bit of it. Uh, I'm trying to, I completely checked out of the Fed. Now I'm not a WWE guy. Um, I mean... It's, it's, I never really was crazy. So now uh, I was watching some old AIWs today. What was I watching? Uh, I love the old gauntlets. Uh, relatively speaking, old. I'm you know, talking like six, seven years old gauntlet. All of the recent shows are so good. Uh, Black Label, GCW. I was even watching some uh, some cartoony Chikara stuff. So uh, I'm going to leave specifics up to... Uh, up to our main band, but uh, he'll be able to tell you dates and show names and years and entire cards. So we'll turn. I'm the on the website right, right now looking for shows. These these are also AIW IWTV suggestions because we're talking about AIW. Well, you know, hey, people care about my life and how things are going <laughs> right now. So you know, I enjoy all of these things, and uh, I I kind of want to hear now what Caden's watch list is like on IWTV. <sighs> It's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. Too much. I'm sticking with AIW just for the sake of this. Let's see what's on here because I haven't looked in a while. Because he's been watching Zona 23 the whole time. That's, I've watched all of their shows. <laughs> I've got them memorized. Have you been watching any New Japan lately? No, because it's dead right now. Have you gotten any new ideas for weapons based upon your watching? I haven't watched a ton of death matches, surprisingly. Yeah, I don't believe it. I took a break from wrestling in the last week, so... In the last week. <laughs> if you follow me on Twitter, you know how much I gif. So me taking a break from gifting anything for seven sure. days is a new record. Wait a minute, when did you start gifting things? Never. Week ago. Not once. Week ago, Saturday. I, I broke the internet that one time. Tomorrow. Is there a limit to how many shows I can recommend? I mean, don't just... Well... Stacy rattled off a huge ass list. Just there's a lot of you know there's a lot of bar shows that uh, the bar shows come. are always surprisingly fun. Yeah, that people didn't that weren't as well attended. So I mean, a lot of people probably that listen didn't end up going to the whether it be a Winchester show or a Men on the Lake or even a couple of Akron shows that people didn't make the trip. Uh, Dick and Nick is a pretty good one in the Men on the Lake. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, well, with Dom and Shayna, what's it called? Uh, Night of the Creeps. That is on IWTV? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I literally sure. just looked at it. It is on IWTV. Both yeah, of those movies you recommended are. Yeah. 
we going back to Turner's Hall era for these recommendations. Oh my. Episode 7. Real bias towards that show, but it's very good top to bottom as the Briscoes won AIW match. That was one of the like meet and greets of that. I'm glad they weren't like a meet and greet, meet and greet, because I think at that time there wasn't many. But being a special guest, like you got your own flyer, like that one I jumped on and I'm so happy I did. Hell on Earth 8, which I previously mentioned, if you haven't seen it, watch the eight man tag in the main event specifically. I'm just going off of what's actually on here because if there was just any, any recommendation in general, I have a list of about 20 shows. Um, Gleaming the Cube was a fun one. I think you were at that one, maybe? Yes. It was a show around there the that time of year that I missed. I want to say I missed the next year because Gleaming the Cube was like the one-year anniversary of the Ohio Windy Report because the first show we ever covered was uh, Point Break. Which turned out to be the longest AIW show ever because it had 14 matches when like seven were announced. Hell on Earth 13. Hell on Earth 13. Lawler and Hot Sauce, Ethan Page, Garini, Don Gage, and then that four-way with Jody Fleisch in it. Oh, yeah, where he busts his shins on the rail directly in front of us. AIW Against the World is another really fun one. Uh, Hell on Earth 10? I was going to say that one, actually. I forgot. That's That's the final Turner show. Got a Gargano cross match on. It's got Paige Kingston in the dog collar match. Marion Fontaine versus Rockstar Spud. Your favorite match of all time. Second. Behind Fontaine and Chuck Taylor. She's a Marion Fontaine guy. Never heard of him. <laughs> if you want to see Nick Gage's AIW debut, which is on IDTV, night one of Jaylet 2015. Ah, uh, yes. Because that match is a mess, but in the best way, because the stage fell over while they were brawling in the crowd. That stage fell over quite a few times then for some reason. Are all the Wrestle Ragers on there? I know two and three are. Yes. Is... Two, three, and they just uh, live streamed last year. Yeah. So technically all the Wrestle Ragers are on there. If we're just not going to acknowledge the first one. I, I didn't go to the first one, so. Is... That's the only one here that did. Yeah. Fuck Sandman. Was that, Sand- that was Sandman? I don't know. If we're talking about the original three-day one. Yeah. Oh, no. Not that bad way. Yeah. What about um, episode 12? I can literally have the website pulled up right now so I can answer all these questions. Um, 2017, yes? Yes. Yes, it's on here. The return of Nick fucking Gage. It is indeed on here. God, I want to go turn that on right now. I just love that moment. That's one of my favorite moments in AEW history. It also the what should have been better than the first one, the rematch of the four-way Lucha tag, but the injury happened. That reminds me, uh, I wanted, I need to put together my top, uh, five for AIW, top, top five main events that were better than Potato Gargano. Oh my God. Don't get, don't, no, don't do it. (laughs) Don't poke the potato. (laughs) Oh no. I kind of say that because of the AIW Patreon, I think, uh, Black Label Pro Mikey was like, oh, like. What's the best made of it in AEW history? And he was like, man, Gargano. And I'm thinking, how the fuck can you say that when there's episode 10 main event? And that's just me thinking of one match. Potato told me there was a match out there between him and the Duke that was a um, classic festival match. What's what's a, what was it called? Uh, I, I, it's escaping me. It was one of the music festival matches. And I, I sent a message to Thorne. I said, I have to have this match now. I have oh, to have I it. to see this. 
And he's like, there's no, there's no, no known recording or video of this uh, match anywhere. I'm like, I, I need to see Duke Potato more than anything. I've, uh, I think I've heard wrestlers say this. If if it happened at a house show, it didn't happen. So yeah, it's true. It didn't happen, Potato. I'm sorry. Potato yeah, was it? If it happened in the parking lot of a Wendy's, it didn't happen. <laughs> Kmart. Yeah, Kmart too. Cleveland fans get that joke. All right, I think uh, we've, we got a lot of got a good suggestions here and a lot of a lot of great answers. Any uh, final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go, Rick? Uh, no, I'm just uh, doing like everybody else is doing. We're just passing the time until something happens. Um, going to work and trying to stay healthy. Everybody should do the same thing. Wash stay your inside, damn hands. Please. Wash your damn press. hands, Caden. Looking at you. <laughs> don't be playing. I, I really don't be out. playing with rusty objects. Don't no knives, no rusty board, rusty forks. Just don't do it. I don't. I don't need you coming down with something on top of whatever else is out there. And down with the sickness. Yeah, <laughs> down with the sickness. Um, just to, every everything is you know everything's a work in progress. Believe me, between Thorn at AIW and Traxler over at Mega and and. Razor with UXWA. There's not one of us that doesn't want to run Stop something. I think shows too. Yeah, your show is run not something right now. Anybody that's promoting a show right now, you steer clear of. I, I've seen people starting show to promote shows. Stop don't go it. near them. Don't be buying tickets because things are not going to happen. It's going to be a while. I mean, and my uneducated opinion says says fall says if you get a. We can do a Black Friday Hell on Earth show. We should be uh, we should be thankful. You know, we'll we'll just have to see how it goes. So, in the words of friends of the show, Ziggy Heim, uh, if you are promoting a show, you look like a clown. Yeah, that's that's perfect. I didn't see that, but that's perfect. Good tweet. Uh, it's it's a tweet that got her blocked by a promotion that at least one time worked for. Yeah, there should be nobody should be promoting anything right now. No. All right, Caden, how about you? This way, you probably just edited in me saying this from previous recordings. But if you like gifts, follow me on Twitter at KVR216 and pretty much any other form of social media. I'm not very interesting. We know. Yeah. Cool. Life. And of course, you can find myself at Heavyset330, much like you can find this show at Wrestling Cheers. Facebook.com slash Wrestling Cheers, Twitter.com slash Wrestling Cheers, Instagram.com slash Wrestling Cheers. And email, if you so choose, a desire, rest and cheers at gmail.com. And we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Like I said before, please rate, review, and subscribe. You're ever listening to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean, rest and cheers .com. Check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Your Vision Showcase, and Wrestling with Altitude. Check out our other podcast friends, such as Let the Hate Flow Through You, Pod Van Dam. Super Fantastic Podcast, It's Evolution Baby, Haunted Home Video, Kick Out at Two, Wrestling Nerds Radio Network featuring the IndieCast and This Makes No Sense, Center of the Universe, Sobros Network, The Co-Host Wrestling Show, Spotlight Series, Not Ready for Primetime Wrestling, and At Odds with Wrestling. Check out other non-podcasting friends such as Thirst Store Jobber, The Savage Dash, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, Sickening Pictures, Good Company, Stay Tough, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, Russell Void, 
Midwest Territory Southern Underground Pro and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, even if you are a ghoul. Later. Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name And they're only glad you came You're a big boy of blessing Rose are all the same You're a big boy of blessing Rose are all the same